Hello everybody, Deborah Dondelinger here with a special edition Tapping This Week podcast. And why do I call it a special edition? Well, I'm not talking about any of the archetypes that's going on, but I'm, I've got a subject that's near and dear to my heart, and I suspect many of you will also relate to it. And we're talking about the fact that I cry easily. My um, One of my daughters left today for a four-month trip, and oh, it just hurts, like the heart hurts when she leaves in this sense of separation. And I was thinking about <clears throat> the judgment I have around the idea that I cry easily, because I do cry easily. Now, when I'm working with a client, I don't cry. I'm just in a very big, different space. But outside of client work, you know, commercials make me cry, books make me cry, thinking about the state of our world makes me cry. I cry easily. And I've held that as a sign of two things as a sign of weakness and a sign of like unresolved trauma. And I've been doing a lot of research this past month into the Myers-Briggs type and the cognitive functions and finding some wisdom there that I had missed the the first time I studied it. And I started to think about the idea, well, perhaps it's not that I cry easily or I'm I'm weak or, or damaged. What if like that's a gift? What if that's a sensitivity that not everybody has? So if you relate at all to the idea that you cry too easily, or you know someone in your life who does, I invite you to do some tapping with me. We're going to be talking about a couple of different aspects that come to mind around the idea of I cry easily. First of all, a couple of housekeeping notes. If you don't know how to tap, go to my website, deboradondolinger.com, or also known as EFT with deborah.com and look at how to tap. You need to know where the points are. And that's the only housekeeping item I had. Okay, where we're, we're, we're going. So I cry easily. So when you think about that idea, how much self-judgment do you have on a scale of zero to 10? Where 10 is very high, zero is none. I would say before I started recording this podcast, my judgment was probably like a nine. So tune in for yourself. How much do you judge the fact that you cry easily? And then see if you have a memory a story, an image, a a sentence that comes to mind that's tied to that judgment. The image that comes to mind for me or the uh, the story, it's just like a flash of memory being uh, very young, leaving my dad's house and his, his parents' house in Florida on the sidewalk. It was early in the morning and I was sad or somebody was crying and my dad saying, that's okay, all the halls cry easily. But there's still a sense of like, but we shouldn't. It was, for some reason, that became judgment rather than reassurance. So tune in for yourself. See if you notice any images and we'll do some tapping. We're on the side of the hand point. Even though I judge myself for crying easily, I still deeply and completely accept myself anyway. Even though I judge myself for crying easily, I'd like to think that I still accept and love myself anyway. Even though I've been judging myself for a very long time for crying too easily. I thought something was wrong with me. I'm crying and nobody else is. I deeply and completely accept myself. Moving through the points, I begin with the eyebrow. You can use one hand or both. Beginning the eyebrow, I cry easily. Side of the eye. I'm pretty sure something's wrong with me because I cry so easily. Under the eye, I cry easily. 
under the nose. Well, actually, it's not easy. I cry hard and it hurts. Chin point. There are things I see, things I feel that bring up tears. Collarbone. I feel things deeply in my heart. Under the arm. I cry easily. Top of the head. There are times when I cry. Relax your hand. Gentle breath. So notice that round. I I realized while tapping that the judgment of I cry, there was judgment even in that statement, I cry easily. Actually, it's not easy to cry. It's hard work to cry. It hurts to cry. It's just that my sensitivity level is way lower than most people. I see the emotion. I see the pain. I feel it. I imagine it. I connect with it. And that moves us to the second thing I want to tap on around crying. Have you ever noticed that that pain, that grief physically hurts? That being sad physically hurts? I don't know if it's everybody that feels it in the heart space. I would imagine those of people who are aware of how it hurts would feel it in the heart space. For me, it feels like something's being stretched too far. And it's like actually like a, a stabbing feeling. Hmm. On the side of the hand, as I notice the physical pain of crying, I deeply and completely accept myself. As I notice the physical pain when I'm grieving, I deeply and completely accept myself. As I notice the physical pain of feeling empathy for another person's situation, I deeply and completely accept myself. Moving through the points, we're beginning with the eyebrow. The pain of feeling empathically other people's pain. Sorry, that was way too wordy. Side of the eye. The pain of it hurting. Under the eye, the pain of somebody leaving. The emotion when somebody's loving. The physical pain I feel in my heart. And we're on the collarbone. The pain in my heart when I'm grieving. Under the arm, the pain in my heart when I'm sad top of the head, the sensations in my heart. Stop there, relax your hand, gentle breath. Sometimes I imagine that when we're sad and the tears come, or we're feeling empathy or, or connection to something that's poignant, it's because there's so much energy and it's just moving too fast and it's overloaded our system. And if we could slow it down, we'd be able to feel it and be okay with it as it moves through our body. But it's like a signal has been amped up and we receive it so much, so fast, so intensely. Our receptivity is so high that it hurts. So think about how brave and courageous we are to let these feelings in and to feel them. So what if we're not weak? What if we're incredibly strong? How does that feel to consider?
There's another aspect around crying, quote, too easily, end quote, and that is being embarrassed. I have been in many situations where I'm sobbing intensely in the public and I'm embarrassed. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be consoled. I don't know where this embarrassment comes from, but I just know that the statement, I'm embarrassed when I cry, feels very true right now. And let me just comment on, on tapping. Tapping can change our thoughts without forcing it. So we can start with a statement that feels 100% true and we tap and we'll get nuances or reframes or cognitive shifts. And this stuff comes. Right now, 100%, I believe I am embarrassed when I cry in public. When anybody sees me, I, I don't want to be seen crying. And let's see what happens to that thought as we as we tap. Even though I feel embarrassed when I cry. I don't want anyone to know I'm crying. I'm crying right now. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I feel embarrassed when I cry in public. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I don't want anyone else to know that I'm crying, I deeply and completely accept myself. And here's the cognitive shift. It already came in a couple rounds ago. Even though most people don't know how to be comfortable with my tears, and I end up feeling more separate rather than connected, I deeply and completely accept myself. Moving through the points, beginning with the eyebrow, feeling embarrassed with my tears, feeling alone with my tears. We're moving through the points, I'm not calling them out, but every time I say the phrase, you move the point under the eye. Feeling misunderstood in my tears. Feeling other people's discomfort with my tears. I thought it was embarrassment. But what if it's just a need to be seen without being fixed? The sacred gift in my tears, top of the head, the love I express with my tears. We'll keep going on another round, beginning of the eyebrow. The rare moment when someone can meet me with my tears. Side of the eye, the love I'm expressing with my tears. Under the eye, the love I'm expressing with my tears. The tenderness of the tears. The vulnerability of the tears. The open-heartedness of the tears. the gift in my tears. Mm. Top of the head point, relax your hand, take a breath. So that can happen when we tap. Yeah, I was looking at the, you know, I'm embarrassment. I'm embarrassed when I cry and people see me. And oh my gosh, that cleared so quickly and the insights became very clear that there's a, it's the rare person who can stand with another person in their tears and be with them and connect with them and see the love there. So many people want to stop you from crying or console you or fix you and 
There's just pure divine love coming in those tears. The last aspect I had was anger. And and and, and that had to do with <laughs> Oh yeah, it's still there. All right. Um is it, situations I've been in where I've been crying and as a, as expressing emotion, feeling something very deeply and I'm misunderstood. People think something's wrong with me. Okay, right there. Something's wrong with me if I'm crying. I reject that idea, but it makes me so mad if other people think it. So we're tapping on anger. And this is a really good time to rem- remind us of the anger point. The anger point is under the breast, along the breast line, um, the crease of the breast where it touches the bot, the rib cage. And uh, you can tap there or rub. You often find a sore point. That means it's a really good point to be tapping on. And honestly, I, I wish I included this point more often when I tap and I just forget. Okay, side of the hand, even though it really makes me angry that people think there's something wrong with me if I'm crying. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I, ugh, I hate it when people think something's wrong with me. They see me as weak rather than seeing my depth. I deeply and completely accept myself. Even though I've been judging myself for crying easily. And so I react to the judgment of other people. What if I can claim an honor for myself? The nobility and honor and grace in feeling so deeply. And the tears are just a sign of how deeply we feel. Eyebrow. People misunderstand the tears. People misunderstand the tears. People misunderstand the depth of the emotion. People misunderstand how deeply we see and we feel. I want to keep opening my heart wide open, broader and deeper and more inclusive. What if the tears are just growing pain sometimes as the heart stretches more open? I'd rather cry than lock up my heart and throw away the key. What if tears are the language of love? Those still moving through the points. I'm willing to cry. I love that I cry easily. I love that I'm touched by the emotion and I feel so deeply. And I forgive myself for judging myself. I was trying to keep myself safe. Okay, stop there, gentle breath. So what's changed for you when you think about the fact that you cry with depth and with passion I think I am banishing the words from my vocabulary that I cry easily. I have to come up with a better uh, name for that. Although the title of this podcast is going to be called I Cry Easily, just to make the point of where we're going here. Oh, well, thank you for tapping along with me. This is beautiful work. And I'm supposed to give you some announcements. I don't even know what they are. Um, check out my website, deboradondelinger.com. Also found at eftwithdebra.com. 
And until next time. All right. Thanks for tapping with me. Bye.